Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sunday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mac, hanging with you. I got plenty of time to let you guys get involved on the phone lines, 855-212-4227. Feel free to shoot me your tweets now. I will continue to read them and continue to evaluate them. You can do this while I talk to my next guest. So hit me up at Jody McMahon, J-O-D-Y-M-A-C-M-A-N. But joining me right now is one of my faves. He opts aboard with us about every three weeks or so to get us caught up on what's going on in the business of sports he does so for uh, Reuters and Sirius XM and Yahoo Finance, and he does it for me here on CBS Sports Radio, business insider for the world of sports, Ricardo. How are you, Reggie? Good. Are you are you multitasking? Are you reading people's tweets while you're listening to me? I, I didn't know you were able to do that. Oh, I am so multi- multi-talent skilled, you have no idea. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I know, no, not everybody can, but I, I have know. mastered. Well, that, that's uh, 20% of us can. The others just say we can't. Exactly. I've mastered that art, and I will continue to do so. All right. Uh, uh, start with the Olympics. I haven't had you on since the Olympics finished. We talked during the Olympics. Uh, it is now in the books. We know who got the medals. We know the U.S. had the most gold and the most overall medals, although it's uh, pretty close there until the final day, as a matter of fact. Um, so we know who, who won their individual competitions. But from a financial standpoint, who was the biggest winner of this year's Olympics? Well, the, the, I would I would say the biggest winner. Um, hard to uh, say this after all the pre-Olympic stuff, but the winner is is Japan, assuming they use their facilities the way they're supposed to be used uh, for future kind of mega events and soccer events, and maybe they'll get some other international uh, events, not like other places like Greece did, where they you know let them grow weeds and they don't use them, and frankly. The, the idea of spending $25 billion and putting it aside for an Olympics that had no fans and television ratings were in the tank was a prospect that people didn't want to deal with. But they got through it. We don't see a super spreader. It's been the two weeks, and we don't see the world coming to an end there. Not the Paralympics, though, so you know we've got more athletes there. And the, the, the consequences could have been disastrous, and uh, people won't remember it as the crowdless Olympics, I think they'll remember it as something that could have been terrible, but we got by. No, oh, I think they'll remember it as the crowdless Olympics, but I think the second point is also on point, 
and uh, the fact that they overcame. And it was a successful Olympics, even though it was the crowdless Olympics. And uh, I, I give Japan credit for that. You're right. I think they are one of the winners. How about individually? Did someone have such a great performance that with things like NIL now in place that they can actually be significant winners in uh, lining their pockets a little bit for being as great as they were at uh, uh, representing their country? Well, from the NIL perspective, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the gymnast who, you know, nobody could believe would win the all-around. So that was a big deal for her. Uh, ironically, I think Simone Biles, because she came uh, to explain to everybody how important the mental health piece of this is when you're putting your, your physical body at risk on gymnastics. That's a really good thing. Katie Ledecky, uh, with all of her multiple uh, medals, was interesting, but the expectations for her were so high, and the Caleb Gressel on his side as well. And there's so many swimming events, it's almost hard you know, not to win the Mark's, Mark Spitz number of, of medals. <laughs> and so I, I do think that you know, that's a, an important calculation as well. And I, I think the uh, U.S. basketball team saved itself from some certain uh, PR disaster you know, when they end up winning going away the last few days of the uh, tournament as well. And I, I do think also that uh, Xander Shoffley um, and Nelly Korda, you know, both from the golf perspective, we don't really understand or remember golf events so big because of the Olympics. But at the end of the day, uh, that was a major event and will continue to be a major event. Since you went there, let me follow up with golf. Great BMW tournament today. Six playoff holes. DeChambeau had several chances to win it and had putts hit the cup and spin out. Uh, Just great drama while I was on the air during my first hour of broadcasting here. How does the FedEx Cup match up? Uh, It's not a major and it never will be a major, but I think it's not a bad way to end the season is it getting its props that it should? Do you think that it's making itself into maybe like major light status? Well, I think it's a very big deal. And if you don't think so, you know, ask my dog. My, my dog is <laughs> a big deal, too. That's a really important thing for him I, to I, I swear I heard your dog say DeChambeau choked, but I'm not sure. I think, you, I think my dog just said DeChambeau's head exploded. Oh, <laughs> that too. But, yeah, that too. But but I think I think because of where it falls in the schedule now, and ironically, it's, a, it's found its niche. First time the NFL has had kind of two, uh, effectively, of a meaningless preseason week. Then you have a bye week, uh, and, and uh, you know, the bye week you didn't expect. So the bye week is now falling at the FedEx Championship. So I think next week in Atlanta, they have center stage on Sunday. And I think today, largely because it was just an incredible event it takes center stage so i think this is going to be a year where the fedex cup uh after 15 years of a pretty good idea uh takes a takes a giant leap and you know we we say goodbye to the majors or anything that looks like a major and then we start in a you know three months or, or two well two months actually november the the funny season that the pga tour tries to wrap around the 2022 season vegas and other events which I still think it's a very difficult idea to understand, but, um, you know, they, they don't have anywhere else to put those tournaments, so that's where they put them. Our sports business analyst, Rick Caro, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Rick, we're only a matter of days now 
before an NFL season gets underway in which we expect full crowds, full stadiums. Of course, last year that was not the case. Uh, anyone, not a, Some teams played in front of empty houses all year long. Those that did get crowds in, um, majorly cut back because of COVID protocols and the like. How important is the NFL? Is it to the NFL this year after losing money for the first time in basically forever uh, because of the lack of attendance last year? Uh, how important is it that they get back to selling out the house every single week? Well, it's always important that you have as many fans in as you can, but I think the most important issue is for the localities that uh, respond to the teams, work with the teams. You know, I'm here in Florida. I've got three teams that are dependent on uh, some uh, – uh, vaccine mandates that are evolving every day, and I don't want to get too political, but uh, you know we've got we've got a, uh, a, a a governor that has a, a a different opinion than some other governors do, and so it's important for the NFL to say we're going to let everybody in. Is it going to be proof of vaccine required? Well, New Orleans and and Vegas have already said that for their opening games and. We're going to see a lot of that issue uh, case by case over the next couple of weeks. Who's going to do it? Who's not going to do it? I think people and the leagues and the teams, if you're watching, they're not staying quiet deliberately, but I think they're all waiting till the last minute to decide what to do. Very interesting to see the way it shakes out. Um, Question about the recovery from COVID that we're continuing to work our way through and the uh, variant does keep the conversation going. How is the sporting goods industry doing these days? I figured they took a big hit during COVID, but now rebounding, people are getting out, people are getting back to exercise. How is the sporting goods industry uh, sitting financially these days? Yeah, that's a pretty good question. Not too many people uh, talk about it. A couple of dimensions to it. The golf club and equipment industry has been tracking high for the last year and a half. It's been great for them because – uh, course is open. This was an important recreational opportunity, and people have been buying clubs. Uh, you know, the, the idea of the, the DeChambeau, everything looks like a six iron, uh, that was selling off the shelf until his explosion today. Now nobody cares. No, that's not, that's not necessarily true, but we'll have to see on that. Right? right. And, then, and then everything else, you know, baseball equipment, softball equipment, exercise equipment, Pelotons, the stock for Peloton. Uh, it is ironic that the more Indoor exercise equipment is a good stock to buy when we have more lockdown threats and more mask threats because people want to stay home more. Uh, it's quite the opposite now that people are uh, are getting out again. So we're going to see recreational equipment skyrocket again and recover pretty significantly in 2022, and the golf stuff's leading the way. All right, let me ask you about Peloton. You did bring them up. Uh, I will readily admit I'm not a Peloton customer or user or however you want to describe it. I don't have Peloton in my house. I'm not planning on getting it anytime soon. No, I got it, but it's just at my stage of life, it's not something that I'm looking to do. But I understand what it is. Um, I understand as well that they, after having the unbelievable success they had with their Peloton bikes, that they tried to branch out and get into treadmills as well, and it hasn't gone near as well. There have been some accidents and some lawsuits and some investigations, as a matter of fact. Um, You mentioned Peloton stock. 
Is it what it was? Is it still uh, nothing but up, up, up and away? Or did they come back down to earth when they tried to branch out and become even bigger? A little coming coming back to earth. But, you know, overall, it is a I'm not a tout (laughs) stock analyst. But when you accept the fact that our country is fat and they want to get in shape and, uh, you know, most people will take the next step beyond Jody Mackey. He, you know, Jody Mack acknowledges Peloton exists. Congratulations. Yes. Most of us will actually go further and maybe order one, maybe no. open the box, and maybe get out. <laughs> so God, God bless us all. When that's the case, it's a, it's a pretty good investment. Understood. Now, here's one that I don't know if you have the answer to. If you do, I will be amazed, and I'll give you a lot of credit. Uh, again, n- not my cup of tea, nor is it going to become my cup of tea, but I understand the whole concept of it. How much do you think a Peloton instructor, someone who is on their video all the time working them, whether it be what the, what made the, the company rich, the, the cycling and or uh, the expanded menu that they now have for uh, treadmill running and everything else. How much do you think a full time Peloton ex- instructor gets paid? Wow. There is a I don't have the exact answer. There's got to be some ulterior motive for that. There's got to be somebody in the family. There's got to be somebody you know. Because you're coming at me with a question that's much more specific than you did before. I will, I will say this about the stuff that I do know. No, about, I, and about, and let, me, let me interrupt. I'll let you answer your question. Just because I read before we came on, who I was going to have you on, and I happened to read an article about Peloton being sued for accidents with their new treadmill. So it made me think yeah. more about Peloton I usually do when I... I wonder how much one of those people gets paid to scream into a camera and go, you're killing it today. So that's why yeah, I asked I, the question. Wondering, that's good. I like that. Uh, that's, what a great commercial. I, I was wondering whether you wanted to kind of get into a new line of work. No, I'm not volunteering. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. My resume is not attached to this question. I know I have no all chance right. well, to become a Peloton instructor. Thank God for all of the potential Peloton clients in the world that you're going to stay in your lane. <laughs> Very true. Your lane. I don't know the answer. You know, um, it's, a, it's an age-old question. Therapists, uh, instructors, uh, the whole physical uh, dimension of sports now with all the kinesiologists uh, and the, the uh, uh, degrees that people are getting. There are a lot more opportunities or Peloton instructors, clearly. And now that they know that you're not competing in the field, it'll be a lot more exciting. That's right. You can get that many more uh, resumes in and tapes in yeah. to prove that they could be great Peloton instructors because they're not going to be competing with the Mac man. All right, one last one. And this is uh, bigger than big, bigger than Peloton and everything else. ESPN has acknowledged, or it is leaked out, that they are contemplating going into partnership or cutting a deal with one individual gaming outlet that one of the big major website betting sites, apps, however you do your wagering, would become the official app of ESPN. That uh, I know that uh, DraftKings and Caesars has been mentioned as potential uh, companies that would uh, talk to ESPN. And it would be a multi-year deal, and it would be across all of ESPN's platforms, which are many, but would be upwards of a $3 billion deal. Just for saying, 
yeah, we'll tie your name to shows that we do and use your stats and your point spreads when we talk about things on the air. That's pretty damn good if you can put $3 million in a bank and really not have to do anything for it other than say, yeah, we'll share uh, your name with, uh, with ours. We'll put your name next to ours on the marquee. Is some some wagering? I know how big a wagering has become across the entire country to the point of $3 billion just to get ESPN to say, yeah, we're your wagering outlet. Yeah, well, well here's, here's the genius of it. And let's see if ESPN gets away with it because they're creating a bidding process as if they were a league or the people with the content rights. And, and frankly, they'll have a lot to sell to Penn Gaming or FanDuel and DraftKings or, or Caesars or, or any of the other companies that want to get involved in this because it's not just a fixing the name. I think it's more than that. I think it's, it's a, you know, a content on all of the shows, and it's all of the rights that the shows have from the various leagues and teams. That, that's the tough part because they've got to get all those rights in order to acquire it. What they're doing, though, is they're attempting from the top down to say, we want to be at the center of this. We're going to create a bidding process, and you guys come in with a number. They may end up not succeeding with that, but remember that usually the way this works is the NFL or somebody creates a bid process out of the assets, and ESPN is one of the bidders. This time, they want to be one of the superstars or the bidder and attract Everybody else. And, you know, because the industry is so dynamic now and because everybody is competing for this space and because it's the wild, wild west, it just may succeed. As a matter of fact, while we were on, uh, you were answering that question, I quickly Googled Peloton instructors and payment. Average five to seven hundred and fifty dollars a class. If you teach 10 to 15 classes a week, you'll be making over a half a million dollars a year. That's pretty good. Well, you know, maybe I need to rethink my whole Peloton status. Uh, maybe I do need to get in shape if I could get in at five hundred to seven hundred and fifty per class. What's a class run? Forty minutes? Yeah. I, well, first of all, I don't think you have to be in shape to administer the class. You just have to talk well, and you've already established you can do that. I can if do you that. Have to uh, wait that for you help. to get in shape. that would be the next millennium my friend that one's not coming around anytime soon ricky always great stuff thanks for coming on tonight buddy always appreciate it i'll call you in a couple weeks all right man see you soon bye this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.